great to have our first, very first um, inaugural podcast session. This is the International Trade, Investment and Corporate Governance Think Tank Program. Our focus here is to shed light on the importance of corporate governance and the role of corporate social responsibility in the business world as a whole. And then we also aim to, you know, demonstrate latest trends and research in the field of international trade, investment, and governance to produce research and industry-led policies that may help improve the overall business and trade environments generally. And for today, the topic we're going to discuss is on whistleblowing. So we're going to talk about, you know, what are, what, what's the main role of a whistleblower and how effective are they being protected? And then what are the laws in place to also ensure that they are effectively protected? So um, over to you. I'm joined here with my very esteemed um, colleague, Carolina. So Carolina, can you give us a brief introduction? Who is a whistleblower? Hi, Bukon. Thank you so much for, for this introduction. I'm so happy to share with you this podcast and to talk about this important topic about whistleblower and financial crime. I think the role of whistleblowers and to define who are considered a whistleblower is really important. Yeah. And I have been searching an AMLA Anti-Money Laundering Act of 2020, AMLA, defines whistleblower as any individual who reports a violation, including those who report violations as part of their job duties. So yeah. basically, whistleblowers are those who expose information or activities yes. deemed illegal or unethical. Yes. And what is the key role of this? Is to help banks to protect the economic interests of the financial service industry. So anyone with a specific and detailed information about significant fraud against the government, security laws violations, commodity laws, as well, and tax violations can be a whistleblower and qualify for protection. So, as I say, in certain circumstances, it can be part of your job duties, as the case of an accountant, a senior manager, a solicitor. So, whistleblowers usually are employees of the entity violating the law, but they, they can be also a competitor, a subcontractor, an industry observer, or anyone else who has a specific evidence of wrongdoing. And I want to share the idea that United States is having, and they are doing a campaign that is called Say, See Something, Say Something. And this is specifically for the, all the whistleblowers. So, if you see a misconduct, a criminal activity, or just something suspicious, you are expected to alert the authorities. So that are, is the meaning of whistleblowers and who can be considered as a whistleblower. Okay. Um, thank you very much, Carolina, for that interesting um, and comprehensive introduction. Now, when it comes to whistleblowing, what do you think about the loyalty? So, for example, you know, although there are rewards for whistleblowing, because, you know, in terms of whistleblowing, there are various instances whereby, you know, you can, you know, report cases. You can either report internally, 
you can report to the human resources or you can report to the CEO or you can, as a whistleblower, report externally. So you can report to higher authorities or you can report to the police. Now, in terms of these options that we have in place now, um, to what extent do you think that, you know, an employee of a company will be able to divulge information? So, for example, if, you know, a company is saying that they take this type, um, an amount of steps to reduce their carbon footprints or reduce their greenhouse emissions. Now, as an employee of the company, you realize that they were given false information. Now, to what extent do you think employees are very comfortable to, you know, to, to flag up these issues? Note that, you know, in a company, if imagine you're an employee for like 20 years, you know, you'd have developed friendships. So do you think that, you know, that's a serious dilemma. Do you think that employees are willing to forfeit their relationships you know, and go ahead and report a particular matter to the management? I will say uh, maybe no, because uh, it's a really um, like a topic when that these whistleblowers have to be sure of the information that, we, that they will deliver. So <laughs> I will suggest first that the whistleblower have to be sure that uh, the case that he will spread of the or the whistle that he will spread is a valid case. So it it uh, is like for a public interest, I will say. So yeah. also they should uh, make sure they are reporting the right kind of concern because you know yeah. uh, they maybe they won't be considered as a whistleblower. So also that's why I I think they should uh, get like some advice of an attorney. So your company whistleblowing channels shouldn't be used an outlet to like they can use different um, ways to report the case, but they have to be sure that the the case that they are spreading is um for public interest and also uh, have some i will say valid in information and I, I think they should uh first check the the channels that they will use to like to spread the whistle you know and i i will give a suggestion like this uh people have to remember that they are like a witness, not an investigator. So um, when you have uh, the knowledge of a wrongdoing, uh, you are considered as a witness and observe uh, the, this misconduct, right? So you are not an investigator, so you don't have to uh, bring all the evidence to the attorney and say, oh, I have to, I have first to gather all the evidence in order to spread the whistle because uh, maybe that will be too late. So mm -hmm. I think uh, that is really important to have in mind, like to see the right channels. And mm -hmm. I think it's important to, uh, to know and to get some advice of of the law that uh which law will protect you as a whistleblower you know mm. i think mm. that are some of the points that any whistleblower uh have to to think before spread the whistle mm. 
And I think it's also important that we uh, have a difference between uh, making a complaint and blowing the whistle, you know, because um, a disclosure of information by a whistleblower normally relates to something that may not personally impact uh, like this person as an individual, you know, yeah. but yeah. will impact on other uh, maybe employer or a third mm -hmm. party, in this case, a company. So I think uh, it's really important to define these lines because okay. um, it's different, as I say, making a complaint and blowing the whistle. Yeah. And, and I think um, the information must have a public interest and, and must be serious and and this matter will affect, like as I say, a third party, and must involve like a criminal activity, um, danger to health uh, as well, or some damage to like. Also, they can be damage to the environment. But in this case, as we are talking to for criminal uh, cases, I think it's important uh, to be sure that this information. Uh, is for public interest, you know. So yeah. I think it's, um, that are some of the points that a whistleblower must consider. Yeah. I think it will. Yeah, thank you very much, Karuna. I think that's a very brilliant submission. Now, when it comes to the dilemma, because sometimes I think it's good for, you know, like we were, we just said, it's good for employees to know that, you know, when they report, something will be done. Now, in developing, in the developing countries, for example, the chance that that might happen is very slim because most times, even when you report to higher authorities, you know, the likelihood that something will be done is very slim. And the whistleblowers, they also need to be sure that they're going to have some sort of protection, you know. So if they can be assured that they're going to have good protection and they are identified, yeah, I think close, it's, yeah. I think that's also really important because, yeah. um, I think it's important to promote like this culture in your company or your mm -hmm. organization. Yeah. Uh, and I think maybe by creating an art an advertising of whistleblowing policy mm -hmm. um, and raising the awareness of whistleblowing is fundamental to adopt an open culture of this like so the the people won't be scared to spread the whistle. Mm -hmm. um, and I think mm -hmm. that this, like, maybe making some, like, training skills, how uh, how it will go, what are the rights, will be really useful in an organization. What do you think, Ibuku? Yes, I think it will be very useful in an organization to, you know, to assure the employees that, you know, they need to act as, you know, to in, even in terms of, you know, promoting good corporate governance, right? Because we have corporate governance rules and, you know, and corporate governance codes. But how do we know if a particular company is complying with, you know, the corporate governance codes are in place? Now, the whistleblower serves as a very good check, you know, to, to even strengthen the management of the company and, 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 and as a whole, also strengthening the economy, like you said earlier, Carolina. So I think I'm of the opinion that whistleblowers are crucial tools to promote corporate governance, to promote corporate social responsibility, to fight against climate change, for example, because if, for example, a company, 
you know, releases a particular statement that they are, you know, focusing on reducing their carbon footprint. Now, we don't know what they are doing inside. Now, if inside the company, they are not following those rules or working towards reduction of those um, emissions, a whistleblower can flag that up. And that will actually serve as a sort of check, you know, to how the company is being managed. So at the end of the day, we need to ensure that whistleblowers are effectively protected. Not only are they protected, you know, if they decide to leave the company, for example, you know, they are not, they are not blacklisted or say, or, or, you know, by other employers that they are not to be trusted. Instead, the narrative, you know, ought to change. And the fact that, in fact, they should be employed in different firms because they have, they are seen as being, integ you know, we have high integrity. Instead of the, the, the current myth that whistleblowers are disloyal. They are not disloyal, in my own opinion. I feel that they are, you know, they are standing for what is true. They are trying to correct a particular, you know, for example, flagging up a particular wrong in a company. So in my opinion, I don't think that whistleblowers are disloyal. I think that on the other hand, that myth needs to be displaced and state that these people are actually upright and, you know, in people full of integrity in that they do not want, uh, they, do, they, they are not comfortable you know, with corruption, for example. They are not comfortable with unfair treatment of employees, for example. They are not comfortable with the fact that, you know, environment is not taken seriously in the management, you know, of the firm and even across um, supply chains as a whole. So I, 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 my, one of my suggestions is even for developing countries and developed countries is to try and ensure that whistle, being a whistleblower in a company doesn't mean you are a bad person or you're a disloyal. You shouldn't even lose friends because of that. Although we are humans, but that's one of the dilemmas that we, over time I've seen because the employees are very are wondering if they take steps to report. The first thing they are concerned about is will, it be, will actions be taken? The second thing they are concerned about is will they lose their old, long and age-long friendships that they have made over time? So I think that myth should be displaced and not see whistleblowers as being disloyal. Instead, they should see them as upright people, you know, in the society as a whole. Although they collect percentage, you know, but still they collect, you know, money from, you know, from the whistleblowing. But still, that shouldn't mean that they are, you know, disloyal people in the corporation. So, um, Karina, can you tell us what laws are in place to protect these whistleblowers, both internationally, particularly internationally? What laws do you think are in place to protect these whistleblowers? <laughs> Uh, I think actually what you say, Bukun, is really, really important. And I think um, in the case of, for example, money laundering, are vital for fighting these uh, crimes, these whistleblowers, but they also stay in like a vulnerable position. So I think it is important to provide, like you say, several protection. So if someone uh, take the risk, of speaking out for the benefit of a clear net financial service sector, the system also must protect them. The problem is that during uh, many years, whistleblowers have experienced few protections and suffer large reputational uh, uh, risk. So reporting can came a high price because whistleblowers often expose themselves to great personal uh, risks to protect the public interest. Mm -hmm. So as a result, they, as you say, um, most of the time they uh, will lose their jobs. I think uh, this is not the best scenario, but most of the cases this can happen. 
and also they can um, see their career, their professional career affected and even put their lives in risk. So I think it's a, um, a really like important topic and they must, and the laws change in every country. I think uh, UK is one of the countries like with a large extent of laws and that, that have been doing a great research around this topic. Mm -hmm. But even though uh, the whistleblowers uh, have a, like, they will be scared to speak, you know. So mm -hmm. uh, uh, that's why it's mad advice to see uh, the, uh, a good mm -hmm. lawyer. Because mm. as I say, some of the phrases that they all the time say, I and the, in some of the law cases that you can see on the web or on the news, they mm. the phrases that most of the time they use, they will see. I feel it was none of my business, or I thought it was a common practice. I don't know who to report and how to do it. And mm. there's system for anonymous reporting or I feel being perceived as a disloyal or, or not a good team player and, mm, and exactly. some of these phrases are like um, most common uh, scenarios for whistleblowers I will say. So I, I also want to add that some whistleblowers can be considered as people that are courageous, but other times they will be considered as snitches. So I think it's, exactly, exactly. this can result uh, in whistleblowers being victimized by exactly. their teammates and suffering mm. fair treatment. So mm, mm. that's why I think it's really important that organizations in each country and uh, do a, a, like a work of uh, spread a good culture of whistleblowing and to exactly. uh, to practice and do good pol policies where they can feel they uh, like safe if they report such a case, you know? Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. That's very true. That's very true, Carolina. Thank you so much for that submission. I think, like you said, we just need to have like a different, um, to just debunk that myth that whistleblowers are you know, they are disloyal people. They are really disloyal. They actually just uphold the law and are very interested in um, promoting corporate governance. Yeah, so Karina, what, what's your take, you know, in terms of conclusion, what's your takeaway from this? How can this be improved? How can this issue be solved? I, I really think that it's important to first to have a good attorney and get a good advice so your case can be on the good track, you know. Uh, because I think the law is designed to protect from the from in, any bad thing or unfair treatment. So um, I think uh, if you want to report, you also want have to do it uh, with confidentiality and sensibility about this case. So I will suggest uh, like don't uh, talk to everyone that you are going to. Um, like to spread the wrongdoing or to spread the whistle, you know. I think it's really important to have this in mind, and and also I think uh, about the what I talk about the culture of whistleblowing is really important because I think whistleblowers help 
um, in to in the corruption, you know, to uh, let to put uh, good standards and help to like to eliminate this kind of uh, criminal finance crime, financial crime, you know. So uh, they, I think, they have to choose how to report and who to report these frauds, these financial crime, yeah, and exactly. not only stand by up by themselves against the fraud uh, fra the organization or the fraudster uh, so they will need a good advice because um i think it's is important um to ensure that they feel feel safe you know revealing these un unlawful and dangerous practices and it's important you report clear dishonestly or clear um a clear case not as like um just a claim i think uh, also that is important to uh distinguish what are you going to report and if this report is uh, affecting the public interest of your country or it even can be international, you know. And I think whistleblowing legislation is designed to protect people who blow the whistle in the right way and the exactly. right reasons. So if you reveal your concerns via, I don't know, via social media or by going to the press, or you might not be entitled to receive the legal protection you will need. So uh, I think uh, that advice are really important. Um, I think uh, that's what I will say. And um, even if it's a risk uh, activity to report and spread the whistle, I think it's better uh, if you, uh, like the campaign in the United States, if you see something, say something. and. Mm -hmm because they have a really in um, like they are help, helping on large scale and I think it's 30 percent of the crimes they uh, uh, researched by the nations of occupational fraud and abuse suggest that over I think 35 percent of cases are reported by whistleblowers are uh, are help are helping to like to reduce the financial crime. So I think one of the most useful tools of banks is these whistleblowers. So I think it's important to have a good culture about these whistleblowers. Yeah, yeah that's brilliant. Thank you so much, um, Farina, for that comprehensive answer. And I myself, I think we should have more laws in place to protect these whistleblowers, particularly debunking the myth that uh, whistleblowers are um, are disloyal people, irrespective of the fact that they still get, you know, a cut from, you know, whatever financial proceeds that may come out from the issues that they flag up. So, yeah, thank you very much, everyone, for listening to us today. This is a very inaugural um, podcast. And stay tuned because we're going to have an interesting topic for the next month's podcast. Uh, and thank you all for having us today. Have a lovely day. Um, Karina, do you have any final um, say to, 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 the, to the listeners? 
thanks you so much if you uh, listen all our post podcasts. Uh, we have um, new blogs going on. We have some interesting information in the global. And a conference table. coming up as well on the 10th yeah. of June. Yeah. In think tank, we are the group of think tank international trade, and we are uh, bringing new topics about. Uh, these whistleblowers about uh, different uh, things uh, in the international trade law. So I think uh, you you should better stay tuned. Uh, we, you will listen new podcasts and you also ha will have the chance to read interesting information and blogs about international trade law and some different topics going on. So uh, thanks for listening to us and thanks for uh, giving your time to learn about this interesting topic in financial crime. All right, thank you so much, everyone. Um, have a wonderful day. Bye. Bye.